Episode 47 of the Beers and Beard Podcast. I am Gary Thomas. And I'm David McKinney. Thank you for joining us once again. We we had we wrote that. That was our and <laughs> David sometimes gets awkward in the beginning. Yeah. Like he no, doesn't know his hands. Yeah. I do want to say if you're a new listener, shout out to you. Yes. We, uh, we've had lots of people new listeners that are people reaching out to us. I think we're hitting like once you get to like 45 episodes, people are, are all there. All these guys are serious about it. So, right. Well, that, and if, so we, we we're on social media, you can literally leave us a message anywhere on those platforms. The Democrat, the people from Europe, Canada, like, I don't think we've had any Mexicans hit us up. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how in the world did that get from where we're at in the Midwest to international befuddles me? Yeah, we love it. We love it, though. We love the support. That's so weird, That's so weird to me, though, dude. Like, you know, we talked about last week's episode of uh, Close Enough, and it was <laughs> it. it had a little thing, a little reach to it, and it just it to be speaking to people we don't know is weird. Yeah. Well, so we can briefly I'll just get do into this that to talk to you. Yeah. So you did a podcast with your wife. Um, you, you have a podcast mm-hmm. with your wife and you recorded after we recorded last weekend, drinking a half a bottle of bourbon and your podcast kind of went uh, semi viral, right? For, it, you know, it was, it was a relative situation for parents and, and people and, I don't like for me the, like this podcast is really just about me and you talking and we're sharing that with the world. Same with my wife, more so documented for our kids and which I don't know if I want them to listen to me, but, <laughs> the, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. everything else is bonus. Like meeting, having a f- fan, which is weird to me in Ireland or England or Canada is weird to me. I don't know you. Like it's fun to see analytics and see numbers, but to, to think it's real people. Like, have you ever thought about whatever the if you're at twenty five listens or twenty five thousand? If you're in a room looking at looking at that amount of people talking, what that's like? Yeah, I mean, I, I that would be incredible just to get yeah. a room with twenty five people <laughs> in it. So these days with covid and and all that but we may i don't know we can maybe hint at at some of that we might have some sort of we're gonna try room of 20 room of people we're gonna hit the festival circuit you know we did get invited to uh south by southwest yeah and bonnaroo but we can't get off at the one x because they got the one exit closed and then you got to go everyone all the traffic's getting funneled to the other two exits and it's a whole it's a whole thing so yeah, get your tickets now. Yeah, we're going to be opening up for the Avid Brothers at Bonnaroo. Talking about <laughs> beer and bourbon. Oh, um, so yeah, beer, big topic. One of the things we we've went through. We're very list oriented here, so lots of things that we have went through in the over the course of this podcast and even our live show, our list the best bourbons, the best IPAs, whatever. Um, a new list came out, 10 best beer cities for 2021. And I don't think you, as a beer man, I'm not a beer man. And quite frankly, I've been to like three of these cities. So, and I wouldn't know what the, what it would be like to, I don't know what makes it a good beer city, but I want you to, we've reviewed the list and it was surprising to me just because yeah. maybe of some bias or some preconceived notions of what cities I think should be in there. But, but tell us about this list and, and how val it's from the 10 best.com. Well, no, it? It's USA today. So USA today does their offshoot 10 best and they do best beer cities. They do best new breweries, is, is, are they best fake group news? hubs. So looking at it and looking at some of the other lists, 
there is definitely an East Coast bias right. in the list. So um, not a lot of West Western cities. And they actually, so what they do is they nominate, it, it's kind of like the Bluegrass MMA Awards. They nominate the top 10 and they say, here's the 10 you can vote on. They have a panel of experts and then you vote. So the, the one, the, the, probably the, the most valid one I think would be beer cities because I think it's hard to say best brew pub or best new brewery because there's so many and how can one how can even like a hundred people have hit you know every new brewery so unless you're those just making that, bad beer it's all pretty good beer right the so best beer cities and if you follow craft beer you know the the big ones the heavy hitters and they got some of them on this list and some of them not. So I will say the number one was not a complete surprise to me. It's Grand Rapids, Michigan. That so, was a complete surprise to me. Like I don't, when I think of beer, I do not think of Michigan. So Grand Rapids has been, um, you know, with Founders Brewing, one of the, you know, kind of the OGs of beer. You've got Bells, which is technically, I think it's in Kalamazoo, but right down the street. And I think that Grand Rapids still between Grand Rapids and Asheville has like the most breweries per either per square mile or per capita. And they've got a ton of great ones. They've got like brewery, brewery Vivant, a ton of great ones. And they're not surprising to me. I've never been to, to uh, um, Grand Rapids, but it's very, very high on my list. And actually, I'm doing a beercation here in a couple of weeks. And really? the original plan was to go to, which we'll, we'll get to that, but the original plan was to go to Grand Rapids, but everything is closed there. So we're not going to Grand Rapids. Um, but in the near future, Grand Rapids will be on my list. So number two definitely surprised me. And it's also, I actually had planned to go there last year, is St. Louis. St. Louis got is they've got great small breweries. They've got a side project. They've got perennial. They've got, um, and now all the names are going to escape me, but they've got a ton of great breweries there. Um, and, and a ton of really hot, like well, Schlafly, which has been around for a while. Um, just so many, uh, four or not four hands. Um, now, see, now I'm going to, I don't remember all of them off the top of my head, but they're on my list. Super high. Number three is my number one, which is Asheville. Um, Should have been there this weekend. Yeah. And I know you wanted to go so you could hit up like 12 breweries. That is typically one or two in the list of top 10. And it's three in their list. So again, this is, this is, they nominated 10 and then it's based on fan voting after that. I guess we should have said that. Um, Number four, I don't remember what number four was. Go to number four. Number four, I think it's Indianapolis. Uh, no, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. And so I don't really think, and we can, you, they probably mentioned some of the breweries there. Philly is not a city for me where I go and say, hey, I need to go there for a beer vacation. But I know that they have pretty well recognized breweries. And Philly just for me is a city, I kind of always forget about Philly, um, mostly because I probably spent so much time in Pittsburgh. Like I think of PA as pittsburgh and not philly and i know they're complete opposite ends of the state and opposite ends of the world but i might have to look more into philly i haven't really spent i've been to philly once and i was i don't even think i was old enough to drink or you went to an eagles game right yeah so i know you you you're eagles fan so maybe you can go go to a game there number five is indianapolis I think Indianapolis is underrated as a beer city, but at number five, I would say it's overrated. I don't think it's in the top five. And I love Indianapolis. It's a great city. Indianapolis is the city that Columbus should have grown into. <laughs> and it, if you look back at like, I'm big into like city planning and, and history planning and things like that. Basically, Columbus was the city that, you know, Indianapolis has multiple pro sports teams. They've got all these great arenas. You mean you see all it, all of NCAA March Madness is in is that area? In, yeah, in that area within you know an hour drive. Um, they've got a lot of great breweries there, um, and I I would not say top five though. Probably not even top five of the of the cities I've been to. 
Denver is always up there. And this Denver's is I, the farthest west. Yeah. No, I think Far Collins. Know. Yeah. But they're. Um, Denver, Fort Collins. I mean, both of those super well respected. Tons of great breweries. Great American Beer Fest is always there. I think that it's like something about being up in the Rockies. It makes the beer taste better and colder. Is that? Um, I mean, that's Coors Light, right? They're the taste of the Rockies. Yeah. So they, you know, I, and I haven't really. I've been to Denver, but I didn't really spend a ton of time in breweries there. But I need to. I need to get back to Denver. That might be. That's high on my list. Atlanta is another one where it's you don't it's not typically at the you know top of your top of your mind for breweries but they've got some really good ones. Um I just did a a great podcast on Monday Night Brewing which is an awesome brewery out of Atlanta. Um and I've spent a little bit of time in Atlanta but not I haven't been to all the good ones there. There's a lot of good ones in Atlanta. Fort Collins is another like small town which a lot of you know, great breweries per capita there. How are you going to give it? But it's, it says here, it's just an hour's like we're looking at two cities within an hour of each other. And they're both going to get the nod. Like, I feel like, yeah, you got to pick one. They both can't be that phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I, people go, I mean, that's, if you want to hit up two of the top 10 beer cities, I think that a lot of people do. And it's also gore Colorado. It might be the most beautiful state in our I mean, we have a lot of beautiful states, but Colorado is up there. Um, what's number nine? Milwaukee. Mil- I mean, just the history. Oh, Milwaukee's of best. The oh, Milwaukee's best. Ever. I'm going to try to hit up Milwaukee later this year. Um, if you listen to Brewery Adventures, uh, Joel Geyer, who is also known as Brewery Travels, is for, lives in Milwaukee, and he's been to all of them there. And um, I might make him my brewery guide up in Milwaukee later this year. So, and then number 10, Charlotte. So there's two in, in, uh, in the top 10. So I think of Milwaukee and Cincinnati as very similar type cities. You've got a lot of like traditional German heritage and, um, not saying that Cincinnati should be in the top 10, but Cincinnati is. Why is were you not one of the experts? Very great here. beer city. So the, the. What the hell? What was the ads? All right. You still there? I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I guess we'll just have to edit that out. I can edit bit. that out. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, that top 10, the the two that immediately jump out at me are that are not on there. And that's why I say maybe an East Coast bias, maybe even three. San Diego. Okay. Is a man. That's my number. That's the second best brewery city that I've been to. And so many. I mean, if you like IPAs, West Coast style IPAs, that's the where they were invented. And tons of amazing breweries just everywhere. I mean, they've got San Diego County has like 160 breweries. So just by being just by having that many, there has to be some that are good, right? Um, the second one that's I'm surprised wasn't even in the top 10, Portland. I mean, if you think about the people that live in Portland, Hipster, Paradise. Yeah, and, but now you Portland's a little rough. Yeah. They but Portland ain't getting no love on the tourism scene right now. <laughs> but I mean, I'm talking about beer city. So Portland is always always up there. And then the third one is Seattle. That's always in the top ten. You wouldn't consider city. Cincinnati a beer city? I think it's a beer city. I would say top twenty, definitely. And I think I know that we're up there in terms of how much beer we drink, how many breweries do we have. And I think we have a lot of good breweries and, you know, bordering, bordering on great. You know, yeah. I think we have multiple great breweries. We have breweries that win tons of medals and the thing, and I, I, I it's probably just my bias, but we have every kind of brewery that is out there. We have church breweries. We have sour breweries. We have dark beer breweries. We have light beer breweries. We have lager breweries, German breweries. <laughs> IPA focused breweries, any type of brewery that you like, we have here in Cincinnati. And that's like, I always say I love living in Cincinnati because I feel like it's a microcosm for the world. We've got everything, pretty much everything except for beaches. We've got, and mountains, but we've got some pretty big hills. Yeah. 
So any like you know best ten best whatever is is tough to to say. But and I know you you don't really have a, an opinion on this, but I, I really did think Cincinnati would be in some type of consideration. But like I said, I could I could go to every one of those cities and not go to a brewery. Not go I'm to sorry. a brewery. <laughs> yeah, like I'm gonna I'm judging that city on something else. I've heard but, great things about Charlotte too. So I, I haven't been to I can't really Didn't we go to Charlotte? We did, but we didn't we went to a Mexican restaurant. We, well, we had some <laughs> dos equis. Yeah. So I'm going to and I think Ohio has three cities that you could could be in contention for top twenty to twenty five. Are you saying Dayton, Cincinnati, and Columbus? Well Cleveland. Cincinnati Never and Columbus. Never heard of it. So I'm actually going to Cleveland in a couple of weeks and they Cleveland has just as many great breweries and and the area that I'm staying in Ohio City, maybe we'll talk about it either before right before or right after I go, but why are you going? Just to go. Get out of, get out of town. Go to a beautiful Plus you've city. never been before. I mean I've been to Cleveland plenty of times. That's but, what I'm saying. Like why yeah. why Cleveland? Why not? It's know. close enough to drive, but it's also far enough to feel like you're far away. I get that. And I'm and I'm going with not the wife, I'm going with the brother in law. So Oh, man trip. Yeah, so man trip. We are gonna hit up a bunch of breweries. So we're the area we're staying in is Ohio City and within short walking distance, like maybe a mile, not even a mile, there's like ten breweries. So I think what we're going to try to do is go to the furthest one away and try to make it all the make way, back. way back. <laughs> try like, like a reverse pub crawl. Yes. Uh, and it might end up being a crawl at the end of the night. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how things go. But if you, do you, do you listen to Gary Vaynerchuk much? No. So one of the things that he, he says some outrageous things, right? One of the things he said recently was that, Nobody, the 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 Seven Eleven is dead. Like your convenience stores are are going to be obsolete. Your WalMarts, all that's obsolete, and that's because we've been so conditioned to get things delivered right to our door. And it makes a lot of sense. And we're not talking like in the next six months, but in you know as time and technology progresses. I mean, I can order something today and it be here tomorrow. It's super weird, and even in the beer world. A new survey says pretty much every craft beer drinker wants beer sent delivery. <laughs> yes, direct to consumer, so directly from the brewery. Yeah. So brewery, your house, no middleman. And that's that's not legal everywhere, right? We we we've yeah. talked about that a lot on this podcast, like the self distribution, but even direct to customer is only legal in thirteen states. Yeah, I think it's 13 states and but 84% of consumer 84% of craft beer drinkers which are people that have had a craft beer within the last month say they want to be able to get at least have that option of brewery right. to you know to deliver to my house. So not everywhere you can do that, but I think people I think that they you know it it's I, they want to be able to do it legally, of course. Um, now spending so much time at home, like I feel like I buy so much more packaged beer than I did a year ago. Mm -hmm. I'm looking online for beer. I'm looking at, you know, I go to my local beer store. I'm looking online for, you know, I'm not really a a wine drinker, but you know, bourbon and stuff like that. Over 50% of regular craft beer drinkers, according to this article on craft craft brewing business.com over 50% of regular craft beer drinkers say they have purchased craft beer from a brewery and had it shipped directly to their homes via a third party carrier. Yeah. So that's not, yeah, that's like having, you know, the, the, some sort of distributor, right? Some yeah. sort of, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, since Which, COVID-19 restriction began in March, there was a slight uptick in the purchase of craft beer from uh, direct customer shipping Nearly half of regular craft beer drinkers, 48% say they purchased craft beer directly from a brewery and had it shipped directly to their homes via third-party character, uh, third-party carrier uh, prior to the pandemic. And just over half said they did so since the pandemic began. Yeah, they, nobody's going out. And we've talked, this is a pandemic podcast. This podcast was born in the pandemic and how 
we have celebrated the opening of breweries the we have talked about the closing of breweries because of the pandemic and, and all that so that just makes convenience is king man and to yeah. be able to support the brewery itself without any middleman you know we've talked about what that what that's like is um paramount for a lot of supporters in that realm but also you gotta like there's a that third party service is um, like keeping that drive keeping that going because on only 13 states you can do it so in in you know beer delivery beer shipping you can ship to 41 states Kentucky's not one of them though, right? And unfortunately the bluegrass is not one of them. There's a, there's a handful of, and we know this specifically. Why do we know this Gary? Because we have a new sponsor. <laughs> That's right. That ships to 41 States across this great United States. So I, so the story and I, I'm, I will lead in, we'll tell you plenty about the sponsor, but you and I have had a couple of different sponsors for our beer segment on this show. Mm-hmm. And none of, they've all kind of felt forced. Right. You know, we've had or, a couple of different ones or not the perfect. Like I'm going to be honest as a consumer looking at the original craft beer club, which is an amazing idea. It was too expensive, bro. It was, I knew nobody was going to buy it. It was too expensive. Yeah. And you know, there wasn't really, you know, it was, there's not as much of a selection. You don't really, there's, there's not as many options, right? There so. are perks, and don't get me wrong. It's a great service for that community. If you have the disposable income to to do that, you enjoy it. If you've bought it from us, amazing. But yeah. for me personally, a little too expensive. And so, I, so the other thing, I don't know where, you know, again, not, I don't want to even mention the other one because it's it's not, you know, we're talking more about the future. But I they, so. I, I was looking for a place that was local as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk a lot about local supporting your local brewery, bottle shop, distillery, liquor store. Um, you know, the, the big liquor stores, the big craft, you know, grocery stores, they're going to be fine. It's those local ones that you need to support. Right. And I found this awesome service that launched two days after we started our podcast last year, isn't or two that, days before, isn't that weird? It was one of the two, two days before, two days after. So another pandemic. The idea obviously was in in the head of of this company before, but launched in May of 2020 during a worldwide pandemic. Uh, and so they're local to local to me, Ohio. And the thing I love about it is I love Ohio beer. I love our you know how many great breweries we have. And I've been to 150 some odd Ohio breweries and I still haven't been to all of them. They're still, I don't know which ones I want to go to. I don't know. Well, I, some of them I do, but then I'm like, I've heard of these people, but I don't know if it's any good. Let me, you know, I want to try their beer. Um, so our new sponsor this week is Rivalry Brews out of Medina, Ohio, which is up by Cleveland. So the the business model is they take Ohio craft beer and ship it to you 41 states across the country. And not just any Ohio craft beer, the best Ohio craft beer. They've got breweries, Urban Artifact, Twin Oast, Saucy Brewworks, Great Lakes, Fretboard, Masthead, Fatheads, Sonder, uh, some of the other ones. Um, I can't remember who else, but they've got so many of the ones that people... Whenever I tell them about Ohio beer, they're like, oh, Urban Artifact or, oh, Saucy Brew Works. Fretboard has won multiple Great American Beer beer Festival medals. Uh, Arche Brewing is, is up there. Mad Tree, Platform, all the great ones. Urban Artifact, people go crazy over. Butcher and the Brewer. Sonder is amazing. Fatheads. Birdfish, which I need to get some Birdfish beer because their cans look awesome. Um, sibling revelry is a, is a growing one. And you see that one little Michigan brewery at that. I, we got to figure out the story on that, but I don't know the story on that. So where do you see that bells? Oh, they're Michigan. Yeah. So Ohio beer ship across the country. And here's our deal with them. 
each week I'm going to be getting beer. That's all I care about now. So it's not each week, each month I'm going to be each getting month, beer. I was gonna say each week you going <laughs> you got a lot of beer to drink. Yeah, I'm going to be getting beer and my goal with this is to try some of these breweries from around Ohio that I haven't been to. Um to say okay, you know, should I go to this place? Should I go to this place? I got a few of them if you check out our Instagram Beers Beards podcast and also Brewery Adventures cuz they're a sponsor for Brewery Adventures as well. See, this is this is David being super selfish. You say selfish, but here's what we got for the folks, the fans. If you're in one of those 41 states, not Kentucky, not like Utah, and there's a couple other ones. On their website, it says, each month we will be doing a giveaway. One of our lucky listeners will be getting a free six-pack of beer from Rivalry Brews, which is awesome. And we're excited to be able to do that. And every single one of our listeners gets 10% off their order at rivalrybrews.com with the code MMA McKinney. MMA McKinney. MMA McKinney. So I tried a couple of other ones. I tried Gary is Dumb. They said, can't do <laughs> Gary that. Gary is Dumb. Yeah, that's too long. <laughs> um, so there were a couple other ones. And I wanted it to be like beer, you know, whatever. But they were like, I, anything with beer in it we might use as a code for us in the future. So it couldn't be beer. Um, so we could have done like beard or something, but just to make it easy, MMA McKinney, which is my handle on social media everywhere. Tell them we sent you in the code, get 10% off. And they've got great beer is expensive to ship. If you get 10, if you get 12 beers, $5 or $10, whether you're East of the Mississippi or West of the Mississippi flat rate shipping. There you go. Which is awesome. So they are an amazing local company, Adam, and we probably will have him on at some point. I'm hoping in the future just to talk about this awesome. I thought you took a picture concept. of this, of your box. I did. It's on. It might've only been on like a story. I think it was a story. So I can send it to you so you can show it, but we are going to, so Oh, I, before I forget. So our first giveaway starts today, Monday. Today. When podcast is released on our Instagram, Beers Beards Podcast. And you can go like it, like us, like uh, it's, you know, you know how Instagram giveaways work. Like us, like Rivalry Brews, tag your friends. You get a chance to win. But if you want five extra entries, Send to us the word Shandy, S-H-A-N-D-Y. And our DMs, don't comment that. Don't do anything else. Send us Shandy. Shandy. And you'll find out why in a minute. So keep talking so I can pull this picture up for you. Yeah, you can follow them on Twitter, uh, or I'm sorry, on Instagram at Rivalry Brews. They've also got a Facebook page. Uh, There's a whole link tree here. But it's Ohio Craft Beer delivered right to your door, giving back to protect the Great Lakes. And, I mean, if you are a beer lover, this is a no-brainer. And I am a beer lover, so speaking of no-brainer, our beer this week brought to you by RivalryBrews.com. There you go. MMA McKinney for 10% off. So I got my first six-pack, Gary, and I had two left. You got it like a day after we inked this massive deal. Yeah, so I ordered and I said, "Here's what I want," and he said, "Okay." Next day, I was like, "I wasn't even looking for it." I think we <laughs> talked about this. Yeah, just just came, just was there. Yeah, and it was sitting on my porch, and I said, "Oh, this is the best day of my life." But I had I drank all I drank four of them. So then yesterday or Saturday, I said, "Okay, I got two of them left. I can't decide which one I want to drink on the show. Let's let the let's let the people decide." So it was either. Twin Oast, which was a Belgian white IPA, and that one did not win. Or, and I'd never been to either one of these breweries, never had a beer from either one of these breweries, which was awesome to me too. Um, the beer that won, and I love maybe some of my favorite can art that I've ever seen, is by Lock 15. They're in Akron, um, Akron, Ohio. And I'll show you the can, and it'll be on our social media and all that. Sorry, the camera thing is messed up but the can art is amazing it's like a, a 
It's like a mill. It's like an old tiny mill. Um, the beer is, and this is a style we haven't had on the show yet either. So it is Schumacher Mills Shandy. And it's a peach cobbler shandy. So, Gary, have you ever, have you ever had a shandy? Not that I know of. Do you know what a shandy is? Not that I could. I mean, <laughs> so, I could mix typically, a shandy is beer mixed with lemonade, but it can be any sort of like fruit. It's meant to be light, summer drinker, you know, sit outside. You know, you want it to be beer, but you also want it to be refreshing. Usually, they're pretty light, low ABV. This one, not so much. 7% alcohol. <laughs> so usually like Leinenkugel Summer Shandy is the one that people think of. I think that's like four and a half, five percent 5%, nothing too crazy. But the name of this comes from Ferdinand Schumacher is known for his Akron Business American Cereal Company that later became Quaker Oats in 1901. It was the largest cereal company in the world at that time in 1866, the cereal magnet purchased the Cascade Mill specializing in wheat milling, which was located across the street from Lock 15's current location. Funny story about Ferdinand. He married his cousin and was a prohibitionist. <laughs> so I love a beer with a good story, and I love a brewery that's, with a good story. And that's hilarious. That's, right? He married his cousin. He was down to, to keep it all illegal. And now he has a beer named after him. So this Schumacher Mill Shandy is a sweet and refreshing cold weather beer. Cold weather beer. Shandy is a warm weather beer. Um, well, this might be a, a little bit of a, of a winter Shandy. Um, I've heard of like summer Shandies and things like that. Yeah. Peach puree, lemon juice, brown sugar, cinnamon, and graham cracker blend together with the light beer body to remind you of a delightful slice of peach cobbler pie. So this is when you get done with your summer Shandy, maybe you want to hit like some of the the fall, but you still want a shandy. That's what you get. Peach cobbler. And I will say I opened this to take a Smell picture like of peach. My whole room smells like peach. And it's been smelling like peach for about we've been recording for 33 minutes plus. Um and it it smells peachy. It smells like a um what's the uh, have you ever had peach schnapps? I have. That's what it smells like. Like that peachy peach puree alcohol and i get a little bit of lemon in there too so i guess this is still technically a shandy it does have a lemon juice so not lemonade but lemon juice so very strong uh on the nose hit it with the nose one sip it is man it's got peachy very peachy but then not just peach. It's got all those flavors. It's got the lemon, a little bit of cinnamon, like tiny, tiny hint of cinnamon. And that graham cracker like comes through on the, like on the like mid palate, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then it lingers with you on the, the um, aftertaste. This is a really interesting beer. And out of the six that I got, this one's by far the best. So I got one from, Fatheads, that was like an IPA. I got the white IPA. I had um, like a light beer from Penguin City. This one is, this one's a standout. And Lock 15, you were on my hit list after this beer. This is delicious. Oh, man. Yeah, that's like super, it's, it's got flavor. It's fruity. And fruity, but it's not over, it's not like punch you in the mouth fruity. Right, right. It's not it's overly not like that, sweet. That pucker, yeah. sour, or too too sour, too sweet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you get some of those flavors, and you're like, mm. yeah. Even a lot of sh- like I've had a, a few shandies before. It's not like one of my go to styles. A lot of times they're way too sweet. Even if even even if they're just lemonade, this one is right amount of sweetness for me. It still tastes like beer. It doesn't taste like, you know, like a Bud Light or like a lager or something like that or an IPA. Um, but you've got some fruit. Like this is one of those where, say, you know, it's October 12th and it's like 82 degrees. It's like unseasonably warm. Yeah. And you're like, oh, man, I got to get some refreshing beer after, you know, whatever you're doing. Um, raking leaves. Uh, raking leaves. This is a perfect post raking leaves beer. I mean, we're sitting here in March, but it's... And I wish that it would have been a little bit warmer today, 
So yes, Saturday it was like 75 and I'm like, oh, I wanted to crack this one open, but I'm like, no, I got to save it for the show. Um, now, have you seen those available at like your no, so, stops? And- so I, my goal with this one and one of the ones um, the, with the brewery, uh, Fatheads distributes in Cincinnati, but it was a beer that they only distributed in Cleveland. And so none of these breweries really distribute, and I, I don't want to misspeak, but I don't think I've ever seen any of the five breweries that I got beer from. Penguin City, which is in Youngstown, uh, Lock 15, which is in Akron. So you get a lot of the smaller breweries Ooh, in I'll, Ohio. I'm looking at that, the box that we got. Yeah, that ignite was the second best one in the. In I the feel bunch. like that's right up my alley. Like that's a. Uh... That was a perfect. Ooh, ooh it's a coconut and cacao stout. Yeah, mounds of curiosity. What we'll to uh, talk about that later? Yeah, that was up. That was like a nightcap, perfect nightcap. Like not like good dessert beer, but you want you know you want something a little sweeter. But again, it still wasn't crazy sweet. Um, all these beers. So yeah. Anyway, my goal was to to get some beer from breweries I hadn't tried before, but then you've also got so many great breweries that you know you can get big breweries, little breweries. Hey, I want to try this style. I've yeah. always heard from you boxes and they my you know my good friend likes dark beers doesn't like the hoppy stuff his name is uh larry flamas <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i could send you which i might have to do maybe one of the months i'll send you if i can part with with this with a part with a six pack but i'll send you some beers and i'll pick out beers that i think you might like and it'll take you six months to go through them <laughs> but maybe when you maybe when the mood strikes we'll say hey gary Either tr- maybe on bourbon notes or on this yeah. show, you can try one. So maybe I'll I'll pick out some beers that I think you might like in one. Now, of the- generally, when we we are together for the podcast, I drink beer with you and we both yeah. discuss it. So maybe that's what we do. You you just save me one. I don't want a six pack. You save me one, and we'll split it. All right. Although David, like when one. we split beer, is so like he hogs the beer, and I get basically a thimbleful. I'm a beer hog. Yeah. So I meant to say this at the beginning of the show, but national parks might be getting too big for us. I saw to be. some behind the scenes of their uh, video shoot in the car and such. They, yeah, it was a, so I went and spoiler alert, I'm, I'm going to be in the video, their next video. And I, I don't even, I don't think I'm allowed to even say which song, but it's one of their new songs. They're making a video of it. Off this uh, last album that they've already put out? Of, yeah. Uh, some, you're, something I Can't Shake Off. You gave me something I Can't Shake Off. Yeah. Uh, their new out al- new album, which is like by far their most streamed, most downloaded. Like they're getting big and, and we might have to, we have to we lock need, them in. We need, we need to take them down a notch though. We're going to double, their, double the amount that we pay them to yeah. feature them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw some of the behind the scenes stuff and it was and I've said this before, I'm just not that creative minded. Maybe with some guidance or like I could I don't know. Yeah. I the wish cre- we're looking for somebody yeah. to do like a really cheesy intro for us. Yeah. So. The creativity. So I know the concept of, of this and I won't even say it, but the creativity of this video that they're doing, it is way more than I think even some huge multinational acts put into their music videos. All right. Now it's time for me to drink. But before right. I drink, our ride or die beard octane. Are you ready for this, David? Yeah. Every month beard octane will be giving away three beard boxes jammed with some of the most amazing beard octane beard care products. All you have to do to be entered, purchase $50 or more and you're you're in uh you earn an entry token for every dollar spent so the more you spend the more chances you have to win 
just head over to beardoctane.com. If you want to get a little more bang for your buck, enter promo code BEARSBEARDS10. Save 10% off. Also, and I think I'm pretty sure it stacks. <clears throat> spend fifty dollars, save five percent. Spend seventy five dollars, save ten percent. Spend a hundred dollars, save eleven percent. Yeah, uh, free shipping on all orders over seventy five dollars in the continental United States. Uh, and these guys just keep pushing it. Like the wet, I don't know if you go to their website much, but it's always updated. They've always got the products, and you sometimes their products aren't even like they sold out. Yeah, they also have some BOGOs going on mm-hmm. right now. I, at this point, I don't know how they're going to be making it. They might owe you money when you BOGO, spend $50, and use Beers Beards 10. Hey, if you're an extreme might, couponer. Yeah, is, they might this, owe you money. <laughs> this week in bourbon, as most of you know, I get a lot of my bourbon from our local Kroger Wine and Spirits, also now open on Sundays. Nice. But it was like a store-wide bourbon sale. And this particular bourbon I got was um, Limit One. I've never seen that at Kroger, but it was Limit One. So I was like, hey, I had to get it. You know, I don't, and we talked about this before. Like, if you see Limit One of anything, um, Makes you want more than one. Makes you makes you want it, you know. So this week's bourbon is a seventeen ninety two small batch, twenty five bucks. I think it was like twenty seven, and then I got a couple bucks for the sale. But seventeen ninety two. It has, I don't know, it's too shiny, but it's got one of these fat corks in it. Oh, it's a good nice. good pop. But you know these wide mouth pours. I was just something about it. I, I, I really like that. Like a, uh, almost like a decanter top, right? Yes. It's beautiful. Also, David, here's my chance. David sends me a fundraiser. First place is like a whole Blanton's Weller's type package. Yeah. And then the second is, uh, two bottles of Blanton's and some, uh, I think Pappy 12 year old. And so I just, I, you know, I got me a couple of tickets, but David didn't get any tickets. No. He said, I really don't like firefighters. So I love firefighters. That's not what you told me. I mean, I hate it, fire. And I like, so I like the dudes that fight it. Stipe. Yeah. yeah. Shout hopefully out to him. Hopefully the job's still there. All right. So 1792 small batch. The nose the is so good, man. Light. Light on the oak. Also, looking at, at what they have, I just thought, you know, regular 17. If they got small batch, they probably got large whatever. Batch. Yeah. But they have, this is what's available through 1792. Sweet wheat. I'd be down for that. They got 12-year-old. They have high rye, which I will, don't want to touch. I have the single barrel. They have pull, foolproof. Bottled and bond and port finish. I think all those go. This is 83 proof, which is right up my alley. Okay. So I found a review. Okay. I've not looked at your review. So tell me. I thought that. So it's it listed as 1792 small batch. Mm-hmm. And this says 93.7 proof. And this says the one that's marketed as high rye. Oh, wait. This is 93.7 proof. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> so, does it say high rye on it? It does not say high rye. There okay. is a high rye, though. All right. On the back, it says, uh, named in honor of the year Kentucky joined the United States. Small ba- 1792 small batch bourbon is made from a marriage uh, of a few select barrels, carefully chosen by our master distiller. The refined bourbon elevates Kentucky distilling to exceptional new heights. Celebrated by whiskey connoisseurs worldwide, the subtleties of 1792 make it in comparably brash and bold yet smooth and balanced and you've had this right yes and i'm not sure if this is exactly the one that <laughs> that i've had now because i know they have a couple different ones and they've changed this this bourbon a lot throughout the years the nose is light a little oak a little 
There may be like a little vanilla on there. This is it's, the high. It's rye. not strong. Yeah, seventeen ninety two. Oh, you're seventeen ninety two. Made from our signature high rye recipe, and the marriage of select barrels carefully chosen. Why does it say high rye on it though? Maybe they took that off the label. I mean, here I'll show you what I'm looking at here. On the website, it says high rye. Not that it matters, but um. So this is seventy nine two yeah. small batch. Then they have the sweet wheat, like I said, and then there's the high rye. Oh, maybe that's the higher rye because the if you go up and read the description of it on the third line, it says oh, made from our recipe. signature high rye recipe in the marriage of select barrels. I think I did I skip over that part on the back. No, it's not that. That Maybe is almost word for words on the back, but it doesn't say anything about high rye. Oh, we'll find out. Wow. You know, this palate can taste the rye. Yeah, I'm curious now to see because I thought this was a curious when I read it. For me, it was a curious pick for you. Oh yeah, it's rye. Sons of bitches. <laughs> That's how they get you. They took rye off it's, the label. It's not because... high rye. Like it, I'm not getting that huge finish. You know how rye finishes are like a Medium little rye. bit strong. <laughs> You're like, oh god damn, that's rye. This is not that soft palate. Now the finish is strong for sure. That's that's how you know that rye is in there. Yeah. Wheat, wheat. I feel like when you get a weeded bourbon, it's that sm- you, everybody. Oh, that's smooth. And the, yes. the lower the the lower the rye, the smoother it is. But it's not bad. So this has gone through a couple of different name changes too. So right, they have David. the they do have the lot the sorry. No, go ahead. They have the line extension, which you mentioned, the sweet wheat, port finish, single barrel, foolproof, and the high rye. But the one you have is kind of there. Flagship, um, flagship one. That's right. a um, that's a two and a half, two and a half bottles right there. And that's so I use. And that's good for a rye for me. Yeah. So I just full disclosure have been going to Breaking Bourbon as I like their reviews the best. And they they use barrels, two and a half barrels. Yeah. So you're right on. You're, you're correct. Game? Yeah, two and a half barrels. Yeah. It's not, I mean, this is not one that I would be like, oh, hey, David, you need to come try this. Because 47 episodes in, when I get one that's good, I am super excited for David to try it. Like, I'm like, oh, man, I cannot wait for him to drink this. You know, I yeah. think the uh, Statesman is one that I'm like, oh, God, I want, you know, I want you to try Hopefully that. Hopefully there's some left. Um, I'll say, I will not drink any more Statesman, but I'll show you. Man, How much is left? <laughs> I opened wow. this a week ago today. I'm curious to try the because I haven't cracked open. I've got you can see sitting back here the 1920, the Prohibition style, which is the I think it's like 113 proof. It's like the higher proof, but that's the one people go crazy over. I've got Weller's back there, Buffalo Trace, and Blanton's. And who's Blanton's? Gary's Blanton's. I picked up this week some Elijah Craig, so I'm ready to pop crack into that. Mostly because I like the bottle. Like I'm to the point. I think I've come full circle. Now I pick Bourbons <laughs> again based off the bottle. <laughs> there you go. Um, which back in uh, which episode was it? Hold on, I'm looking it up. When I find a bourbon that I like, I whether it, it doesn't. It's not necessarily limited to bourbon. It could be a musician, a television show. I get all in on wanting to know everything about it. And in episode, hold on, 19, I tried just a straight Old Forester 86, which is like the pick it up anywhere. And I really liked it. I've had the Statesman, you know, and we've begged for a better we've begged anybody that could get the birthday bourbon let us know well i mean i we will pay uncle joey hooked us up with some fat stacks of cash you know 
I'm you better be careful to... saying what you're gonna <laughs> what? what you would be willing to pay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Also, going back to rivalry brews, five to ten dollars shipping, right? Yes. I was per- I've been perusing like caskers and some of these online liquor stores. I wanted to get a gift for my friend. He's turning forty. He loves Wellers, right? I can't I cannot get it here. And David refuses when he sees it to buy me one. He'll buy it for himself, but will not buy it for me. I will gladly pay him for it. I find one and it's, it's above retail online, which is good, but it was like $54. I'm like, you know, that's not bad. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to do that. Put it in my cart and my information view checkout shipping was $46. Wow. Let's make it the fuck out of here. I love this guy, but not $46 (laughs) ship. You know what I mean? Like, why? What is that? Almost the price of the the bourbon. The shipping was over standard retail price of the bourbon. Yeah. You tell me on what planet that's, I don't know. Like, then looking at, looking at the selections they have and the prices and, and they'll, like I saw some where it would be, I saw like a bottle of Weller Special Reserve with a regular bottle of Mictors, and it was one hundred nineteen dollars. But you're getting the package deal. Now package get the fuck out of here. You know, what I, mean? I wouldn't give you eight dollars for the Mictors. But I digress. That was, yeah, that was. It shows what a great value Rivalry Brews is in yes. our code, uh, Gary Thomas MMA for ten percent off. <laughs> <laughs> the, so, so I'm ready for quarantine to end because hang on. Quarantine uh people collecting bourbon and then they, they then collect bourbon. Yeah. Everybody's got stimulus And the other money. thing that you can do. Yeah, stimulus money. With your stimulus money buy a new iPhone, get the podcast player on there, Apple or Stitcher, Spotify, whatever you like, whatever you like. So I've been listening to some new podcasts, Gary. Mm-hmm. I've never and heard of these. They are both complete opposite ends of the spectrum, but okay. Kind of similar-ish when you think about like the like the first one is called Our Cynic Culture. Okay. And their tagline is covering hard to get items where we tell you if they're worth the trouble and cost of tracking them down. And the first episode I listened to it, do you know what smoke wagon bourbon is? No. It was somehow we missed this completely. Apparently it was the biggest controversy in bourbon of 2020. Like the guy it's from, I think it's from Colorado. Is Uh, Is that the name of a smoke wagon? Smoke wagon bourbon. But it was, you know, selling for whatever normal price, and then it was selling on secondary for five times that, and, and it was getting harder and harder to find. And the guy that made the bourbon was apparently way against sec- people selling on the secondary market. And you know, you've got the Facebook groups, and people are trading on there. He went and got he w- that was apparently the genesis of all the Facebook groups that are doing the bourbon selling getting shut down like now it's so many of them if they try to do direct bourbon selling you know secondary on facebook it's immediately shut down reddit shuts it down immediately really trade one of the the things yeah one of the things the big thing around here is the raffle right yes so like you get a bottle um say it's a 50 (laughs) dollar bottle well, I'm going to sell 60 $10 tickets, you know? Yeah. 600 bucks. Granted, you can spend $10 and win it, but the but people are making bank off of it. Yeah. And we were even like, man, you know what? That might not be too bad. But <laughs> then, as you see now, it's all crashing down. Yeah. But that was the, you know part of the the whole yeah crashing down so they had that that was that was how i became aware of them but then they've got some other podcast episodes and they, i like their they're like pretty short they're like 20 minutes so you can listen to them quick in between meetings during the day they did one on deep dish pizza 
which apparently there's some rare deep dish pizza that you can find. I had no idea. They did one on uh, this rare side project beer, which we talked about. St. Louis, second greatest beer city in the U.S. apparently. Um, but they've got a bunch of different episodes. And every episode they find like a rare item or hard to get item. They track it down and tell you, is it worth was it worth tracking it down? And I learned a lot from these guys. They have a great knowledge. They must be some, they must be in like the industry or something to be able to, cause I don't know how they get the, this stuff that's hard to get, but it's fat. It's a really fascinating podcast. And it's one of those where you're like, Hey, that, you know, is it worth trying to find it? They tell you the other one is called Necro. Namapod, and this is a Gary Thomas podcast, I think. So, first of all, the guys are hilarious. It's, I think it's three guys, but they drink beer and explore the stories behind some of history's most ruthless serial killers, conspiracy theories, alien abductions, and cults. And the guys are hilarious. They're from, I think they're from Cleveland, but the first one I listened to. Um, and now I'm trying to find it. Project Pegasus, right? Have you ever heard of Project Pegasus? I've not. This guy said that he was part of the CIA secret program for time travel. And so they talk about that. Um, and they drink beer while they do it. And so it's, that's better than the real crime shit. I've been watching where girls put on makeup and do it. Have you, have you seen this out in the world? (laughs) I have not. Yeah, so this is a we're talking hundreds of millions of views on these chicks that put on makeup or whatever, and it's this, these true crimes. Like I just, and also I just went down this rabbit hole of like how the Melendez brothers case is a whole trending thing on TikTok, where kids now are saying that they didn't get a fair like these were some cold blooded dudes yeah. killed their parents. They're on. Do you know the uh, the basketball card? where they're in the background. I think it's Mark Jackson. Have you ever seen that? No. So look up uh, Melendez bro. I, I feel like uh, Burt Kreischer right now. Look this up. Melendez brothers basketball card. I think I'm pretty sure it's Mark Jackson, but they're sitting in the audience in the front row in this picture of a basketball card. And they basically people said it was around the time that they would have potentially already killed their parents, which sorry, spoiler alert for the TikTok kids that are listening that might not. Yeah. Let's look at this. Yeah. I feel like I'm the dove here. Also, I text David today. We, I feel like I got him into the, just like with bourbon or anything else, I get David introduce him to something. Then he becomes way more of a, fan than I am, but I got caught up on two bears, one cave and just, I'm not going to say what they talked about. If you want to go listen to it, new one drops tomorrow. Hopefully by the time I make it to the gym in the morning, but for if David and I had the freedom to say some of the things that they said, like, I feel like that's super. Yeah. Mark Jackson. So if you look on the right, there. right, right there, that's the Melendez bros. <laughs> and that this must be fake because I've seen this card going for like thousands of dollars. Let's see. This must be a picture of the card. Here's one for three forty nine. I mean, no. Oh well. Either way, it's like basically the the reason why it's infamous is because they like people said, okay, here's when they were taking pictures for these basketball cards for this season on these dates and they would have potentially already killed their parents when they were sitting in the front row of the next game, watching Mark Jackson throw a bounce pass. <laughs> <laughs> One last plug before we go away. We got to do uh the next, seg- the next segment of our podcast is brought yeah. to you by Amazon music, which you need. If you want to say, Hey, Alexa play. Who do you know? Blowfish. I only want to be with your. Oh, yeah, you, you sound could do just like Darius. Hey, Rucker. David, play. Yeah. I could do. I can be. I can be Alexa, but David. But you can 
create your own playlist for the gym, for whatever, listen to podcasts, all that great stuff. Um, right now, go to tryamazonmusic.com forward slash beers and beards. Get one free month. That's right. Your kids can annoy Alexa instead of annoying you, whatever it may be. And it's all thanks to us. All right, let's try it. Let's see. I'm going to say, well, I'm going to say, hey, Alexa, play. And then I'm going to say the song and see if she plays it. Okay. All right. Ready? We got to get this set up. All right. (laughs) The magic of television on a podcast. Yeah. Is your Alexa in your room? No. My Alexa. No. Am I I supposed to play it? (laughs) I get it. it. Okay. I'm a little dumb. (laughs) All right, you say it, and we'll see if it plays. All right. Hey, Alexa, play the chicks, not ready to make nice. See if she, oh, is this it? This is it. So. This is David. By the way, this is the Beers and Beards Spotify playlist that we put out. Yeah. New songs every week. David's selection this week. The chicks. Formerly so, known as the Dixie Chicks. You can't say Dixie yeah. anymore. You can barely say chicks. That's true. So, Unless you're talking about like chickens. So I had some family over this weekend outside, which was beautiful. Who cares now? Why, why are you saying outside? It doesn't matter. Well, because it was beautiful. So we were sitting, we would have been outside anyway. But we went through a whole, basically almost the whole discography of the chicks. And this, I think, is my favorite Dixie Chicks song. You, you are just your bloodline is just flowing with history. It's interesting because this song is obviously post cancellation, right? So talk about cancel culture. The chicks were victims of cancel culture and the country music, which I don't even know if you can hear me at this point. You can turn that down a little bit. Yeah, I can hear you. So the chicks were you know, victims of cancel culture in the, in the country music scene because of, of things they said. Canceled. And it's, you know, they were the original cancel culture, but then they came back a couple years later This with this song. This is one of the first songs that all three members of the band wrote together. And it won, it was nominated for stuff at like the CMA awards. And they're like, oh no, we're not ready. You got, we're not ready to make nice with you. You're not winning jack shit, but they didn't this win song won three Grammys. Did they, so they accept went, their awards on Zoom? Yes, via Zoom in 2006. Wait, that song uh, came out in 2006. Yeah, <laughs> they. This was so, post- so even they were the Dixie Chicks then. Yeah, now they're posthumously, or that means they died. <laughs> Never mind. They, they're retroactively the Chicks. Yeah, they've gone back and changed everything. That's so. That is so dumb. Yeah. Well, if they change the name of you know, if we changed our podcast name to just uh, what? What do we say? The beard and the brain. Just a, the, at this point, it's just the MMA McKinney show. That that would be fantastic. Yeah. Coyote also, Ugly show. Side note: Get a text from my mother, our biggest fan. Hey, I bought David some books, which f- goes further to the point that she likes David more than she likes me. Audibletrial.com <laughs> forward slash beers. No, these beers. are not audio books. These are <laughs> books. And I sent David the book. There's one on uh, Harry Truman. If you sign up, audibletrial.com forward slash beers and beards, put a special request in. I'll call you <laughs> I'll and I'll read you, you the book. The book. <laughs> oh. So my selection this week is, and I remember this song at an early age. The original came out by Phil Collins and it had puppets in it. It was a little freaky. Do you know, have you ever seen a video for Land of Confusion? Yeah. So it's got like Ronald Reagan in it. Like this is in the eighties. Oh yeah. And super weird. Like it is a super weird thing, and then disturbed one of, I would say one of my, I like them a lot. Down came, with the sickness. Yeah, they came out with a uh, cover of it. 
which I don't think they did the puppets in the video. I don't even know if there is. Do they still do music videos? Yeah, National Parks does. Yeah, but I guess it's just for YouTube, right? I guess, yeah. They're doing a making the video. I like this. So I like this version. Disturbed is not something I listen to all the time, but I like this song better than the original. Dude, I like Phil Collins. Yeah. Like uh, in the air tonight, you got that's a banger. Did you know? Because I was listening. Studio. I was listening to like a not Phil Collins radio, but something where it plays a lot of Phil Collins. Genesis, his band, maybe. But he has a he has a Christian album. Does Did you know really? that? Yeah. And he's a drummer. Playing. He was the drummer. Yeah. That's like Lars from Metallica coming out with an album. Yeah. They well, that would be like Jeffrey Earl from National Barks coming out Doing with an solo. album. All right. This is like episode this better than 47 of the Beards and Beards podcast. Check your local listings for Bourbon Notes coming up this week. Having lots of fun with that. A new top five. More drinking. Because why not? Top five get, disturbed songs. I could go in on that. <laughs> I'd have to listen. I probably have like seven on my playlist that I listen to every day. So they have a wide range. You can uh, check us out anywhere you listen to podcasts. Obviously, we're on social media, Beers and Beards Podcast. Thank you to Ravelry Brews, Amazon Music, Beard Octane. You can find me at GW underscore Thomas. Of course, how could we not forget David is at MMA McKinney. Also, he has another podcast called My Name Brewery is Adventures. David. The MMA McKinney Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so until next week, enjoy yourselves. Drink responsibly. We out.